All right, mallet man. Right. <laughs> How you doing? Good day, good day mate. <laughs> taking, taking the week off and got some serious flow. Let's have a look here. Give us a give us a big turn. Wow, and the mo. Jesus Christ, that is straight That's out crazy. of 1973 Australia. That's bloody beautiful. Seahawks needed something to turn the season around. So yeah, well, I mean, that's my haircut. Crazy. Oh God, my name says I'm fucking Jose right now. Hang on, let's change that. I'm Billy Wilson. Oh God, embarrassing. <laughs> that was actually that was Olive. I I had it typed out and she stepped on the keyboard. Oh really? And I I thought I deleted it all, but I. I wonder if it changes it live. Oh, it does change it live. There we yeah, go. Well, like Jose, Jose is my last name, so I mean, really. So. Yeah. Not too bad. Famous 2K player. Um, we can probably, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The fuck, that's a good memory. Um, yeah, I mean, we could we could start with the, you know, we didn't have a show last week. We were going to, um, but uh, Thursday night football in Seattle, Thanksgiving, bright lights, great intros. Um, yeah, the Niners got it done again, twos in a row. It was a little period where maybe. You know, it could have been something, but um, yeah. yeah, still a fun time. Still a good game to be at. It's a good game. Uh, yeah, maybe felt a little closer than last year, but uh, yeah. We, yeah, we made we made it exciting between us. We did, we did. There was a lot of there was a lot of red. There was a lot of there was a lot of Niners fans. There. Always is. Um, mm. Having that gripe over Seattle fans lately, there mm. always seems to be more opposition team jerseys in the stadiums it's yeah piss week speaking of jerseys you want to show off your your new edition look at this wow look at that it's funny in reverse it looks like you're one of the 12s but it is 21 for mr witherspoon whose uh mum is australian lived in australia something new with australia um which is pretty cool so it's a retro it's a great it's a great good good throwback it arrived uh, Friday after the game Thursday. But... <laughs> yeah. Did, did you actually pay for that one? Yep. What? Why would you do that? No sponsorship rights. No sponsors. No. Right. That's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> nice. Are we even going to do bets? Have we even done bets? Probably not. Cause it's no. Yeah. yeah. No it's bets. Might be um, a short one. Might, um, yeah. I'll have to cook some up for the tomorrow. Yeah. We could maybe give a fantasy football update for the league. Um, I had a big win over Sleepy Joe's, who's been a bit of a juggernaut this year. And the dream's still alive mathematically. Uh, I mean, if you had, you know, taken the gentleman's L, you know, you could be riding this with me. But instead, now we're both in somewhat purgatory. Um, where's the morale at as a, as a professional coach of a fantasy football team? Uh, pretty low right now. I'm just looking. I've got to play play Cleveland Masseurs, who's mm. in second, and I'm uh, two wins out of um, out of it. Top scoring team in the league is the Masseurs. Yeah, um, I'm looking like I'm up shit creek this week. Yeah. Um, I've got yeah everyone. Out. I've got Richard. We both have been affected by the buys. I think it's balanced it out a little bit. Um, but uh yeah that's a that's a if i get if i get that one done i'll be feeling pretty good but yeah running the goal and i think i'm playing all the top teams going into the end so uh if i make it the boys will be hot 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to need a miracle this week. I've got Gussie Edwards out, Saquon Barkley out, and Madison out. So we're light at running back. We're going to have to do some waiver wire work. Um, also, yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing it back too, Bill. I got I got yes. the, the sides done. So that get the big semi mullet kilt vibes on in Scotland. But in terms of rounding out the fantasy thing, we're back in the cash league. Back to number one. Huge week. Bloody Jonathan Taylor's given us a big, you know, leg up moving forward with Mossy back in the driver's seat for the playoff spot Colts as of right now, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, things are looking good in Cash League. We are. We're 22 points clear in second. and Of second. Clear in yeah, first. of second. Uh, yeah. We're in first. And then we just need to finish top two to advance. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're, yeah, what are we? 40, 46 points mm-hmm. clear of third place right now, which, yeah, yeah, bit of comfort with two weeks to go. And then, yeah, Mossy, JT out, could be a big boost for us coming home. And we just need to finish top two. So, top two, then top two, then top two, and then 250K. 250K. Easy. Well, let's round out the 49er stuff. I have a lot of save things to do with Brock Purdy in the Niners. So, I'm just going to race, just going to race through some, some hot Niners talk. Um, uh, the boys are back. The boys are back in town. Very good meme shared my story earlier this week. If you didn't see it, guys, uh, Billy shared it. I think it said something like, it's pretty fucked up how there's thousands of songs about Christmas, but only one about the boys being back in town, which might be one of my favorite memes I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that's great. Here's some, here's some fun Niners stuff for you. <clears throat> Purdy two weeks ago had a perfect passer rating. We didn't get to talk about it in last week's episode because there wasn't one. Purdy is the first 49er player to have a perfect passer rating with at least 10 attempts in a game since Joe Montana in 1989. My buddy, Joe Montana. Um, All about those Niners. That's pretty wild. Here's some other stats. Through week 11, Brock Purdy is number one in QBR, number one in quarterback rating. Don't know what the difference is. Number one in completion percentage, number one in TD percentage, number one in passing success rate, number one in yards per attempt, number one in adjusted yards per attempt, number one in yards per completion, number one in net yards per attempt, number one in adjusted net yards per passing, number one passer rating under pressure, number one completion percentage under pressure, number one yards per attempt under pressure. That's that's pretty good. It's a long list. That's, uh, uh, he should be paying more for MVP, I think. Well, I don't have updated MVP yeah. odds, but I do have some career ones too to round that out. So the highest QB rating in the first 15 starts of any quarterback in NFL history, number three is Kurt Warner at 111.7. Number two is Patrick Mahomes at 112.4. Number one is Brock Purdy at 116.3. This is the greatest QBR in his start in the history of the NFL. So That's pretty wild. This is getting insane. Um, I just brought up the uh, MVP odds. He's currently sick. Sick? So, yeah. So Hertz, hmm. Hertz, Mahomes, Prescott, Jackson, Tua. Dak. Dak. Yeah, everyone's been getting on Dak's dick lately, but I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't recover from uh, watching him get absolutely destroyed in San Jose. So Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty wild. In terms of Super Bowl odds, I have them in front of me. So the Niners now... Oh, sorry. Again, Super Bowl odds. There'll be no lids discussions. They're back at number one at plus 400. 
Kansas City plus 425, Eagles plus 450. Interesting that Kansas City are there. Um, Dolphins plus 800, uh, tied with the Ravens. Then the Cowboys at 900, Lions, Jags, Bills out to 5,000, Seahawks at 6,500. Really drops off after the Jags at 1,500. So, yeah, interesting. The Lions losing to the Ravens the way they did, and then the Packers suggest to me that they are still the Lions in some form. over the hill. Uh, The Dolphins haven't beaten anyone good, but damn, they do look good when they win. So you're just not sure yet. I think they play... I think they played Baltimore in the last round or something like that. Like, yeah, something like that. Like that. Like really show each team's. You know. Yeah, they've got a yeah. So they've got Cowboys, Ravens, Bills coming mm. home, mm-hmm. and Bills somehow yeah. looked surprising against the Eagles. They did. They really gave them a run. I mean, that sucked as a Niners fan. It would have been super fun for this game to also be for the number one seed. I mean, it's still in the who knows that they play Dallas again and whatever. But it would have just been. Even more, you know, like, holy shit, this game is huge. It's already huge. Um, and the Niners are on game two of their bird gauntlet, as you shared. <laughs> I mean, they play Seahawks, um, Eagles, Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens. Um, roast, roast chooks the whole way for me, I, I think. But uh, Yeah, I think roast chooks. What does Olive yeah. think? Has she got anything to add to the uh, t- Olive loves chicken and duck, so I yeah. reckon she'd get around the old the bird species. She has she has a bit of like uh, expensive taste. Old olive um, must be tough living your entire. Well, actually, these days I feel pretty similar, but must be tough living your whole life with constant anxiety and shaking. Um, maybe that's why Olive and I got really close by the end of the weekend because you know there was some yeah. Tennis. I know she's yeah won't leave me alone right now. She's actually got a lid. Oh, oh. Uh, Best Olive's actually playing with a peanut butter lid right now. So. Oh, well, she's allowed to talk about it. Um, some more football stuff while we're here. Um, Jordan Love, I mentioned him. Here's a fun stat for you. Um, for all you fans out there, I got Chop in listening. Chop just sent through some beautiful photos of his engagement party. It was very Gorgeous. stunning. Beautiful Chop. Good to see Nodder and the boys looking sharp. So through their first 11 games as starters of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 2,599 passing yards and 21 touchdowns. Jordan Love, 2,599 passing yards and 21 touchdowns. That is a fucking wild stat. That's pretty cool. I kind of like that it's, a little. Uh, I don't know. It's like the Justin Herbert stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to say Jordan Love's anywhere near Aaron Rodgers, but you never know. I mean, just passing the torch. I mean, can you imagine? Pretty cool. They, if they find, um, you know, that's who's next. Um, no, then they just need a Mike McCarthy to come along and ruin his prime. <laughs> Some college football stuff. Could probably start with the rankings and then go from there yeah um so we have week 14 rankings came out yesterday read out the top i guess the, the top eight is all that really matters now based yeah. on records and stuff so yeah in at one georgia two michigan 
Three, Washington, who we saw just get that done. Four, Florida State. Five, Oregon. Six, Ohio State. Seven, Texas. Eight, Alabama. Now, we've talked about this a lot. The top four teams are undefeated. Florida State play Louisville, who are 14th. Florida State don't have their number one QB, and we saw them just win while sitting next to a screaming Florida State fan who at one point was yelling at them because she doesn't like when they run it. The next time she was yelling at them because she didn't like them passing it. And then one time she got angry at them for the ball going straight to the opposition, not realizing that they'd punted it. So very interesting level of football IQ in that bar. Anyway, all that to say, Florida State vulnerable. Washington play Oregon and are nine and a half point dogs. Yeah. Is insane and super disrespectful. Um, like I, if I was a Washington player, I would. That's a lot of motivation. Um, Michigan play um, Iowa, who are like sixteenth or something, but like can't score. That'd be, that'd be interesting because their defense is unreal. Yeah, but you feel like they're gonna they're gonna sneak through, and then Blake Corum stat, Michigan running back, twenty two touchdowns this year, which is the same as Michigan State total for their team. So this Blake Corum guy, jeepers! Um, but to round out the rankings, Georgia play Alabama. Which let's talk about this scenario, Billy. Yeah, this is a chaos scenario. Georgia lose to Alabama. They have one loss now. Alabama have one loss. Michigan lose to Iowa. Michigan has one loss. Ohio State has one loss. Washington lose to Oregon. Both teams have one loss. Florida loses to Louisville. Florida now has one loss. And Texas win against whoever they're playing. All eight teams are 11 and 1. Pretty wild. I, who, who do you pick in that scenario? Texas play Oklahoma. Oh, um, so no, that's Oklahoma at twelfth. Have Oklahoma no. lost one? So Oklahoma State. They play uh, Oklahoma State, who are well, nothing. They're eighteenth, nineteenth. So not okay. quite a cakewalk, but yeah. okay. Who's your four? Pick your four. Rank your four in that scenario. In that scenario. Four in that scenario, and then tell me what you think's going to happen, and then I'll do the same thing. Four in that scenario, I'd be inclined to. Oh, it's a tough one. In that scenario, I feel like Georgia probably still get in, just because they've carried the number one all year. Um, Florida out, so I'd go Georgia, Oregon, Bama, and Texas. So you you put Texas in? I'd throw Texas in for fun, but it'd probably be Michigan actually. Okay, I'll do that scenario first, and then we can do what we think is going to happen. Yeah, I think if Georgia lose to Alabama, both of them are in. So yeah. there's, there's two. I think if Oregon beat Washington, then they're, they're in. And then it has to be Michigan or Texas, right? Because you can't put Ohio State in after they lost to Michigan. So I really think it would come down to those games. Like if Texas wallop Oklahoma State. Yeah. And like, you know. Michigan get done by a bit. But if they're both close games, I feel like maybe Michigan stay in and then it goes like Oregon would go to one 
Bama would go to two, Georgia three, Michigan four, which means Georgia and Bama would play again. So maybe they would put, they'd switch that so that that doesn't happen because I feel like it is rigged in some way. Yeah. Um, I feel like a few years ago when Bama was top and they lost to uh, someone, LSU or Clemson, or maybe even Georgia, and both ended up making it still. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know how we're sleeping on Washington a little. Even with one loss, I, I, I do feel being like uh, not an SEC team and, you know, hidden all the way up in the Pacific Northwest. I feel like one loss is probably enough to knock them out. But they have beaten like five or six ranked teams this year. So well, let's, talk about, let's talk about this scenario. Georgia win, Michigan win. All right, they're in, right? Yep. Washington lose. If, if Washington lose and Florida State win, Washington's out, yep. right? Because they're undefeated. Washington lose and Florida State lose. Then Ohio State are there at six. Texas at seven. Alabama with eight. Alabama would have two losses. Texas and Ohio State would only have one. So then it becomes, do one of those two teams go above Washington? I think, again, it might come down to the manner of the game. If yeah. it's close, if it's a last drive field goal, maybe they still stay in at four if Florida State lose. But if they get walloped, maybe they put Ohio State back in because yeah. that, was, that was a super close game. Yeah. Um, Can you see Washington and Oregon getting in? I, yes. So if Oregon win, Florida State lose, and it's a close game with Washington, Washington and Oregon, I can see that yeah. happening. That's the only way because if Texas have a big – well, look, the way they have it is Ohio State a six yeah. above Texas already, and Ohio State – who are Ohio State playing this week? They even have a game? Sure. Maybe not. They don't have a game. Okay, well they don't play then. So That's weird. Even if Texas win big, they have a higher state above it. So I think I think Washington either have to win or lose very small and hope that Florida lose. But you guys play on Friday, so you play before a lot of other things happen. So you you know, you, your destiny's in your hands. Win it winning you're in and then you just fucking move on. You know? Yeah. I yeah, it's gonna be it'll be interesting. Hopefully I'm hoping Washington win. Um me too. They're like the vibes would be high. I'd love them to me. I haven't actually looked at who the Ducks have been beating lately, but everyone's all of a sudden ended up very high on them. Yeah, uh, they've been rolling teams and nothing. Bonix had six tuds in the first half two weeks ago, and they're all like. Yeah, they've just been rolling nobodies. But then you go back to, I don't know, when they lost to Washington. <laughs> Did you see uh, um, the Michigan fans still on the field? Yeah. Like a hundred. Hundred and ten thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. That was sick. Um, any other football stuff to run through? Well, as we were walking into the Niners game, we saw a pretty cool interception. Um, Darren Bland from mm. the Dallas Cowboys now has five pick sixes this season alone. Or no, only like ten, what is it, twelve games. Um that's more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts has had in his entire career, which is a pretty funny, pretty funny stat. But that, like, five pick sixes in one season, that's an all-time record, and he still has six games to go plus playoffs. Like, I've never heard of this guy before. Is he a rookie? Like, who is this dude? He's, like, insane. Yeah. I kind of 
Darren Bland. Darren, D-A-R-O-N, Darren. From Sacramento State. Right. And then, tra then transferred to Fresno State. That's just wild. Where's he coming from? That's pretty cool. Big names. Big names. So, yeah. I don't know. I reckon he might have another one in him. We'll... Oh, yeah. one important football thing to talk about is uh, Matt Canada getting fired. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's huge. And then they have what, 400 yards. So in his tenure, he was the offensive coordinator for 59 games. In those 59 games or 58 games, they never went total yards over 400 yards in a game on offense. In his first game gone, they go over 400 yards, which is insane. Surely... Old mate doesn't get another gig anywhere ever again with those stats. And I actually saw a video a couple of weeks ago when they won and they were walking out and Tomlin like hugged Canada in the, the locker room and Boswell, their kicker, literally got caught on camera like saying, well, it wasn't because of you. <laughs> Straight up. Good riddance. Um, Pretty yeah, fun. I don't know. Najee Harris is also like sucked under Canada. I don't know. The dude just sucks. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was good. Him and Pat, they were they were up and running. Mm. Um, without yeah, Pat Fry move. Um, he's gonna get cooking now. Yeah, but uh, he's in the cash league too. That's what I'm saying, Bill. We're trending. Wait, Lenny Fournette hasn't even got cooking yet. Yeah, and Will and, and Jameson's going a bit. The only other yeah. college football stat I wanted to share was the Ohio State, Ohio State in their last 34 games, uh, regular season games, so not playoffs. They are 31 and 0 against every other team not named Michigan, and they are 0 and 3 against <laughs> Michigan, which is a wild, wild stat in that rivalry. Like, that is a pretty, that's brutal. That um, is. I think maybe, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I think Washington has actually beaten Oregon maybe the last three times. So. Mm -hmm. Interesting Something to think about Bo Nix in his seventh year of college. Yeah, he's he's yeah, 35, isn't he? Or something like that. Um, um all right, maybe two more, two more football stats and we'll two, more two more football ones. There's some interesting ones we found. There's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes comparison is always a good one to do. Um so Tom Brady with the Patriots, uh with a lead entering the first quarter fourth quarter in regular season. So they're up last quarter. This is when he was with the Patriots. 185 wins, 10 losses. Patrick Mahomes with a lead going into the last last quarter in the regular season, 57 and 10. So uh, Patrick Mahomes has to win 128 games straight with a lead in the last quarter to equal that record of Tom's. And there's a lot of goat talk about Pat's the next to be crowned, but there's some stats like that that are just like, yeah, shit, nah. shit, Tom. Tom, Tom's pretty pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Um. I feel like Pat Pat's pretty Pat is pretty good and he's kind of doing it this year. I feel like Tom was doing that a lot in his like later years where he's just turning nobody receivers into guys who could actually I mean get a, get enough done whereas Pat has you can see he's actually been struggling terribly. Yeah. There's year. a lot of similarity in that. I know like he had Moss in 07 and, and obviously Gronk and stuff but like um Mahomes has Kelsey. Yeah. Um, he's had had him in the whole time as well. But other than that, you know, like, yeah, name. He's like Edelman, obviously, like, popped off sometimes, but generally speaking, like, pretty similar. Like, I would suggest that Tyreek, like, Tyreek Hill 
with Mahomes was the version of Moss with Brady for that period of time. But, yeah, for sure. Um, other than that, I feel like it's pretty balanced and pretty average in terms of talent. The only other one, it's Patriots thing again. We'll move on for fo- football after this. Um, I'm going to read you some stats of two different players, and I'm going to say who they are afterwards. Player A has played 42 games, has a 64% pass percentage, has 9,500 passing yards, uh, 46 tuds, 29 interceptions, a passer rating of 85.3, and a total of 18 wins. Player B has played three less games, has 3% higher passer rating, it's about a thousand and a bit less passing yards, but only one less TD, only three more interceptions, has a higher passer rating, and the same amount of wins. Player A is Trevor Lawrence. Player B is Mac Jones. Ooh, I was trying to guess that, and that's where I ended up. Um, that there's an unbelievable comparison. I mean, it's pretty wild given the slander like Mac Jones cops. Like, yeah, yeah. Like Trevor is considered the one, the guy, like crown, yeah. number one pick. They they crushed it, cashed in, all that type of stuff. And Mac is considered a, a bust for all intents and purposes right now. Um, yeah. 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 Is, is Matt Canada coaching in? The only thing with that, and I think, uh, yeah, the asterisk next to Trevor Lawrence's stats is the fact that uh, he had Urban Meyer for the first season, which you know, pretty scandalous, doesn't yeah. Really, yeah. But then I feel like Jones has had some just shit offense for the, the whole time he's been there. I guess but so. He's it's still wild that he's, it's wild that he's put up those stats, though, because every that's week... What, that's what I like, mean. Like, props to Max still. Yeah, like, like, every week I feel like the Patriots offense stinks for the yeah. last two years. Yeah, he's still put up those stats. Like, it's wild. I wonder if you compared him at the end of the last season, too, it would have even been better for Mac, I would feel compared to like at that point in time yeah even better last discussion for football because there was something that you and i discussed is after watching the niners seahawks game gino's not it i think that's pretty pretty clear he's not the guy um we talked about if you're the seahawks who could be the guy and who's next? And we went around the league and we talked about it a lot and we came up with a list of people that we think are better and have a reasonable chance of being the guy for the Seahawks moving forward. One of them was Mac Jones yep. because we feel like the Patriots are probably going to move on and get a star with their draft pick. Yep. So we think Mac is the long-term better option and a viable promised land-ish candidate. And I think you're not going to have to give up much to get him either. No. The other one, there's a few. The other one is our boy, Kirko Cousins. Um, There's no reason he can't be healthy if Aaron Rodgers can do it. Everyone can do it. Yeah. What's Aaron's back practice? He's back on the practice squad after 78 days. Like, insane. So, yeah, Kirk, he'll be back next year. Kirk, right now is probably the best one right now if he's healthy. Yeah, that's a win now. I, I really, really like is Justin Fields. Um I really like that. That's, because uh, the Bears are going to have the number one pick again, even though it's not theirs. And I think this year is a lesson to them being like, go and get the guy. And then if you are Seattle, I would say closest thing to Russell Wilson that's not Russell Wilson at that age might be Fields with his running ability. Um, I would get Fields. And then we talked about fucking give him Kenneth Walker, give him, you know, something. 
DK. Yeah. yeah. And then I think we were joking, but maybe not, and said Gardner Minshew. Uh, I'd, 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 I'd give you a lot. I'd, yeah, I'd go Gardner this year. But um, he looks. You look like fucking Gardner Minshew to you. Know, yeah, that's that's right. I should guess go try out for Washington State. You should. People our age are getting gigs in there. Yeah, I know. I can. I just want to punt a football. Fuck. Um, basketball or hockey? Mm, let's go hockey. Pretty funny. Uh, two kind of bedard ones. Let's start with a positive one. <laughs> so most goals by an eighteen-year-old in NHL history. So when they were eighteen, obviously in that in that season. Number one, Gretzky, fifty-one. Two and three, don't know how to say their names, but 45-40. Crosby, 39. Other guy, 39. Bedard is on pace for 50 right now, so that would put him right around the Gretzky level. Some of the highlights Some of the highlights. this kid is dishing up, like his release and like his reaction time, some of the um, like turning defense into office, offense down in their zone has been insane. Um, but... I think I looked into going and see he's from North Vancouver. So I looked at when they come here and tickets are normally like cheapest tickets are like sometimes 60, usually 70. It's like hundred high hundred and something. It's the cheapest yeah. ticket to see this guy play in his hometown. Um, but one guy that probably won't be here to um, watch that is Corey Perry is a veteran of the NHL was brought into Chicago to be a father figure to Connor Bedard. Took it literally. Took that a little bit too seriously because he's gone and uh, railed his mum, Bill. Yeah. He's, um, he's put one through her. and uh, that's One way to get delisted. Yeah, definitely rattled the cage there. Chicago's had a few um, like pretty serious uh, allegations and things. Well, not allegations. Uh, being punished for some pretty shitty stuff to do with a male staff member. Um, before so not a good look and nope. don't know if that's uh gonna help his 50 goal pace bill i don't know what do you think uh, yeah i don't know maybe he's gonna play a little angry now mm-hmm. um i don't think it shouldn't slow him down too much they've pissed off um yeah he's obviously corey. been delisted now corey um harry yes yeah and they they yeah, he come back i think first game yesterday Bedard didn't score, I don't think, but they did beat the Kraken, I'm pretty sure. Right, yeah. I, uh, I stopped watching when the Kraken were down. But let's well, the other pretty cool hockey thing to talk about is the best team in the league. The Kraken. Yeah. Is the New York Rangers. Right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what's, what's that? That's a lid. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> don't do that to me. Um Took the number one um, points uh, points percentage and just general points in the league, and then lost to the Buffalo Sabers at home. But uh, beat beat Boston in like a seven four shootout. Oh, shout out to that diner we went to too, Billy. That was uh, oh, that was really, elite. That was really like an old old uh, school. What's what? it called? Chelan, 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 Chelan Diner, Chelan Diner over in uh, West Seattle. That that was elite. Yeah, elite. The chicken fried. Uh, yeah sausage gravy oh i just love like and i remember when i was in new york for the first time it was one of my pathetic bucket list items that i wanted to do um 
just getting a refill from a, like an old lady at a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> more coffee, dear. Fuck yeah, more coffee. Yeah, um, I'm not fucking leaving. No, <laughs> I'm all I'm already a big ball of anxiety. Let's jack this up a little bit. Let's go. Give me a drip of that shit. Um, anyway, shout out, shout out, Chilean Cafe. All right, that's enough hockey, uh, basketball. Oh, there's a there's a couple of Steph things. There's there's pop there's the floor there's tyrese halliburton where do you want to start with that basketball uh terrible floor terrible floor yeah i uh yeah because that was just well in season tournament games were yesterday but yeah those courts and jerseys are just bad well like, i just watched it sorry i thought you were talking about the court the hole in the court that's what i was talking oh uh, yeah that one too oh that's also both both should be sued both are not good to look at what what i'm talking about is the, yeah oh uh, what's, God, what's, his name? what's his name again i don't know the heat the heat guy mm, yeah he's just had his season ended it wasn't a hole in the court it was a piece of paper on the edge of the court so when he hit it instead of hitting he sl- the paper slipped and he's gone down and oh the whole yeah not as bad as chubb which i'm never going to forget and i wish he hadn't shown me i wish i hadn't asked to be shown the guy who <laughs> his acl because of a piece of paper on the court which is fucking insane and yeah. then you're talking about how shit the courts look for the in-season tournament and just how generally probably shit that's been in yeah. general not good no no um i don't know is the nba like season i guess viewership doing that bad like that they need to try and do an in-season tournament. I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't even watch it, man. I don't watch NBA anymore. Yeah. yeah it's, it uh, be, every it now and then. It used to be our thing. I just don't even watch it anymore. Yeah. I just watch it for the Bills bets. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I know the Lakers are like undefeated in this in-season tournament. But mm. overall, they're like 10 and 9 and mm. not even any good. But hey, they might as well get the one trophy they got a shot at this year. Yeah. And like... Yeah, high up in the power rankings too. It's like, what the Oh, that fuck? was hilarious. I saw the uh, ringer actually replied when I commented on that post. Oh, it's the ringer? What did you say? I was just like, the most disappointing thing about this post is the Lakers on it. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Oh, and wow. then they like replied to clarify saying, this isn't the current power rankings. It's their assumed power rankings for the end of like for the playoffs. I was like, well, you said first. What? That's so stupid. I know. That's, not, that's not what a fucking power ranking is. No. Talk. Anyway. God, that's yeah. funny. This is funny. Got 15 likes on that bad boy. There you go. Blowing up. Um, couple Steph, Steph-related stats. Oh, the goat. So this season, we obviously, Steph, we, we shared one of our reels that we realized we have heaps of them. So apologies, uh, sponsor here, Millions. Uh, pretty embarrassing that uh, this, anyway. Um, Steph has more games with five plus threes this season than Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, some guy that plays for the Lakers, Clay Thompson, Buddy Hilde, Michael Porter Jr. combined. It's <laughs> the cool stat about that. That's pretty All wild. That I know... Yeah. And KD's been playing like unreal this year too, but mm-hmm. Steph is the only Steph. When we did talk about him on the, the last time that we talked about his record, they had really slipped. I think they were out of the, the eight, and I don't really know um, if they are back in the running. I'd be curious to see what their record is now. Uh, I yeah, think they've gone hot, cold, and then hot again. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, they're still cold. They're two and eight in the last ten. That's a serious slip. I don't know what's. Apparently, they. I think they had a capitulation last night, and they like blew a lead. Is anyone out for that? Uh, let's see who played from yesterday. Mm, no, it doesn't really look like it. Interesting. Who would they be missing? No. Oh, Chris Paul maybe only played five minutes yesterday. But, you know, they've got like Wiggins, Green, Looney, Curry, Thompson, Peyton. Just Release not... Kaminga. We've always said it. G'day, Kaminga. Bat Cole. Bat Cole's joined in. Just hey. really... yeah. <laughs> Kaminga, uh, Kaminga hasn't been playing many minutes, which I feel like they probably have to because there's some old legs not doing a lot on <laughs> defense or offense. <laughs> We have a we have a nice comment here from uh, B Cole, nice mullet. Thanks. It's always good for the Thanks. fans. The fans chime in. Um, that's my it's my sister. Well, I mean, I tried. I tried my best. Really. Um, great. Oh, you oh, we have sticks. Chris Swanson. Uh, hey, cuz, love the new hair. Jeez, Bill, this is jeez blowing yeah. up. Blowing up. Bloody hell! Two comments. God. I should be able to get a blue tick and go on that Raya dating app, the famous one, Billy, that we've heard so much about. Yeah, uh, you, should, you should give it a crack. Get an invite. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you know someone to give you an invite. You're hanging out with big wigs now. Big I'm, oh, yeah. Whether it's, I mean, Joe's happily married, but I'm sure you know he connect me, connect me with some people. Um, you've, you've you've gone and supported yourself there, Billy. Love the yeah. stuff. So that's yeah. you know, self love is important during these times. I appreciate that. Um, all right. Back to regular regular scheduled <laughs> program. Uh, good old Pop telling these San Antonio crowd to shut the hell up and stop booing choir was one of my favorite things I've seen in a while. Yeah, I did like that. I I know we talked about it and were saying how we liked it. And then I come into work. There's a big basketball chat with a couple hundred people on it, mm -hmm. and there's there's some dude saying it was like soft. We should be able to boo who we want. All this bullshit. And I was just like clown. Young, young, young bloods don't get it. No. They just can't boo someone. They'll probably cry. Um, you know, just these days, there needs to be a bit more of a shift back from I can get everything I want when I want and I'm entitled to everything. To this little thing called respect, Billy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just you know, if we, could have, if we could have some respect, some ownership and some accountability, uh, you know, if we could sprinkle that around a little bit more, I think uh, I think we'd be we'd be doing a little bit better than we'd be doing is my my two cents on that. Some philosophy for anyone that's joining in right now. Um, Jose preaching. I have thought about implementing some balcony type theory stuff into this podcast, but I don't think it really really fits in with the vibe. Um, we'll get some passport work through, flowing through eventually too. I mean, it's. I think that's just built in. You know, for those, yeah. actually, this is a good point. And clip this, Christian. Clip this if you're watching. <laughs> we, we are called Passports and Playbooks, and we do talk about the playbook side of thing a lot, obviously being sports. We played sports. We know playbooks, particularly basketball, a lot of plays. Uh, remember that play where, you know, it would be two bigs, high, low, flick to the wing, high screen, Josh Bond goes, and I would just thread a pass every single time for a layup. And if not... Second pass would be like Nathan Spear hitting a three, and that was probably you know eighty percent of our play. But that's the playbooks side of thing. We talk about sport, the passports element of this show. Guys, Billy and I, we're Australian. 
I'm living in Vancouver for now. Billy is living in Seattle. To get here, we needed Billy. Passports. Passports. See, guys? Brilliant. And every time I go see Billy, guess what I need to use? Passports. Uh, well, just one. But yes. <laughs> so, guys, makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, God, self-validation feels good right now, Bill. Yeah, it's feels good. Really good. Recommend it for everyone out there. Just like celebrating your own moustache. That is, uh, that's mm. crispy. That's crispy material. I didn't do it. And I should have now, given everything that's happened the last few weeks. I didn't do it because, you know. You got one day of November left. I want to look cute for someone's birthday. And well, yeah. Uh, yeah, you won't be here for my birthday, bugger. That's all right. We were a worried build. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to be at your golf thing, mate. So even better, even better. Speaking of passports, here's how I'm going to use my passport. Ready, Bill? Here's a here's a passport update. <clears throat> uh, next week, again, coming down to see you, Maddie Claxton. Fucking hitting Mount Baker, hit the slopes in a cabin. Let's go. Awesome. Going to try and ski here before I go just to get my legs back underneath me. Then, uh, fucking December 23rd, off to London. Then up to Edinburgh via Manchester, through around Scotland for a bit for a wedding, off to Ireland, off to Brussels, off to Amsterdam, then back. I'm not done. Then late January, mid-Feb, bang, off we go. Cancun, let's go. Millions. Sounds like I'm just going for a big party thing, but no, nah, it's work. It's work related, but go use my passport. Then Australians, all those of you tuning at home right now or watching later, thousands will be probably watching it retrospectively. Yeah. Mid-March into early early April. Guess where Billy and I are gonna be? Fucking Australia. Australia. So, I don't know. That's how you use a passport, guys. I highly recommend it. It's pretty handy. It's a pretty handy thing to have. I mean, it's fucked about how many Americans don't have a passport. Like seventy-five percent of them. Why would we ever fucking leave? Like, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, being a Canada too, the stats are like, why would I go up there? Do you know how much better the food is in Vancouver compared to mm -hmm. Seattle? Mm -hmm. Much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know how much better it is for you to come up and visit me with your income and not income currency. Sorry, <laughs> exchange rate. Yeah, it's yeah. like a thirty to thirty-five percent discount each. Yeah. Yeah, I'm paying taxes to see Billy. Um, Expensive beers. All right. I think let's just do one more basketball thing. Let's maybe finish early. It's a bit early. Do have some things to do. No bills, bets. Let's let's wrap up on, on this. Um, assisted points per game this season. We can have a discussion about who the guy is at number one. So obviously this is points generated off your assists per game. Pretty straightforward. And number five. And listen to the numbers too. The numbers are important. Number five, Jokic, 22.4. Crazy that he's fifth as a center. This is one that's interesting because we've been talking about this team a bit. Number four, Fred Van Fleet, 22.4 as well. So I guess that does make Freddy. sense with Houston. Devin Booker at mm -hmm. three, 25.6. That one was interesting to me. He's been playing very good as a facilitator. Handed enough to Kevin. Number yeah. two is Trey. We've jumped up to 29.1. And then number one at 31.1, which is, you know, almost nine more than Jokic, Tyrese Halliburton. This guy. It's this year, Oh, my God. 
yeah the, i mean the king's got sabonis and i get that it was interesting with the fox situation but like holy shit, this guy is a stud he is an absolute stud it's how no i was wondering was halliburton the guy that played in the nbl but he's not um nah, he nah, played nah. he played at iowa i think yeah um, iowa sounds a lot more likely than the nbl yeah oh i have another basketball thing to talk about it, well, actually, it was Iowa, yeah. So can't remember. I wonder who that guy. Anyway, yeah, Halliburton, absolute bowler. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Young getting some assists. Didn't don't even know how the Hawks are doing. But yeah, I, um, I didn't understand that whole Dejounte Murray trade. Never really sat well with me. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, they're eight and nine. Yeah, yeah, man, doesn't make sense what they did. Um, Josh Giddy might be a worthy thing to have a quick chat mm-hmm. about. What's happening? Give us an update. What's all Josh doing? Uh, he was out at a nightclub or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's under police investigation now. Um, apparently hooked up with a minor. I don't know. Yeah. Like she was in uh, Olympic Dam. Apparently, allegedly. Olympic Dam. Yeah, something like that. Um, right. Apparently, allegedly, but was also in a nightclub. So maybe had a fake ID or something. Or is actually old enough to be in a nightclub and this is all social media but it's unfortunate the whole innocent until proven guilty i feel like these days these days he's i don't know i feel like he's been ruined he was getting booed during the game last night by minnesota fans which is a bit disappointing like the dude's only 21 and like nothing's actually you know confirmed yet yeah it's not okay. And uh, I just realized that a Olympic dam joke for mining is probably not really going to be received super well in um, in North America or maybe even understood by... Um, anyone outside of South Australia. Anyone outside. <laughs> um, yes. Um, sorry, I just got a message with a... Uh, I'm going to try and do um, DMT therapy. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Which will be a wild. Um, yeah, that'll send me. Um, I feel like 45 minutes might be a better, better time anyway, to be honest. I feel like it's a good. It's a like good. These it's good. Days, generally, podcast length is, you know. Yeah. There. Anything over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing shit uphill. And we're pushing it. And we're pushing it each time. Just tick it over. Sometimes, yeah. Builds bets. We'll. Uh, Considering basketball's daily, yeah, it takes up less time on the mm-hmm. pod. Yes. Yes. I mean, those stories get thrown up whenever they need to. We've got more reels coming. They might not as be as relevant when we post them straight away now because we just realized we had them. Shout out, millions. My bad. Still going to pump them out. See, that's why I do it, though, Bill. I've learned so much about the platform. It's important. Um, yeah. No, nah, we'll pump them out. Just no Taylor Swift stuff. All right, brother. Well, uh, let's sign off and then, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Next, well, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Got a lot of stuff there. All right, catch us.